All right, we are live. Uh, welcome to Ward Wrestling Live, uh, the four o'clock show. Uh, we have a uh, another uh, wrestling legend on our show here. He's a three-time state placer out of New Jersey when he was a young man. Uh, he won it his senior year, and uh, he won it oh just by letting up zero points the entire year, going thirty-eight and zero. So that's awesome. Uh, Two-time conference champion college. And uh, the only four-time All-American in Clarion University history, which has a lot of history. Look it up. I just learned about it by reading today. And uh, he's got three kids that wrestled for the, the, the legendary program of Mount Lebanon out there in PA. So, um, Coach Stout, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate this. Uh, looks like it's a beautiful day out there in PA. It and, is. Uh, it is. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. And it's I was just saying someone today, this is like the fourth day in a row with sun and like that. So I'm expecting a monsoon or something bad is going to happen here. Weather. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I uh, definitely looks real nice back there. My, my wife and I lived up in, um, uh, where was it? Uh, near Doylestown. I think it was out by the Willow, po Willow, Park, Willow Grove, Willow Grove Mall. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Pearl Horsham, she was in school. Yeah, I know. Outside of Philly, so I remember it's beautiful up there, man. So yep. talk a little bit about it. What have, what have your kids been going through during this offseason, uh, kind yeah. of with all this going on? It's, How have they been keeping in shape? And uh, It's been real interesting. I mean, I, I, I think the only probably positive, too, I mean, there's some positives, right? I think number one is family time, and that, that's been incredible. It's time that we normally wouldn't get. Um, so we have three boys that you mentioned and we have a little girl, Josie, who's five. So there's a big gap there and um, she idolizes them and them with her. So it's been nice. We've been doing a lot of like family hikes and things like this. Um, but in, it, to really stay in shape, what we got lucky. We have a home gym and our garage. So we got everything in sort of we had some stuff, but we got lucky with right before things got super bad, you know, getting everything that we needed. So we've been spending a lot of time there. Um, and th those guys are, you know, they're smart kids and everything, but they're meatheads when it comes to working out. They love it. <laughs> they know, love so. it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some old pictures of you. I see where they get it from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I now what happens, Dan, to be honest with you is I try to, they're like, dad, you want to work out? I'm like, okay. So some days I dodge them and I, and I, you know, I come up with an excuse why I can't, but other days and I try to hang with them and then I can't run days. My wife's gonna. My wife says, "When are you gonna stop doing this to yourself? You can't do it yourself." <laughs> it's a constant cycle. Oh, that's that's crazy, man. So um, I know that um, uh, you're not on the coaching staff, but I know that you uh, you volunteer out there, and you're a parent. You're highly involved with that Mount Lebanon program over there, um, yeah. being that you have uh, have had three kids go through it already, and one one or two are still there. I don't know. We'll talk about that, but. Um, Talk about that program and, and how important it is and what they do there for these kids and uh, um, why that was the program you chose for your family. We, we, we've uh, we've been really blessed with that, Dan, to be honest with you. It's, it's a, uh, I think you mentioned it, it's a very it's a story program. Uh, great Kurt Angle, he, uh, he wrestled there back in the day. His brothers wrestled there. Um, just sort of a fluke that we ended up here. Um, I, but uh, the school itself, it's, a, it's a, academically, it's a fantastic school. A lot of kids go to a lot of great colleges from there. Uh, our kids have all come out of there very well prepared. So we've been very lucky on the academic side. It's a great community. Um, and then the program itself, it's, it's just been extremely supportive. So um, I think they put the right things in place so that the resources are there. Like 
things like the weight room. It's, it's like state of the art. It's gotta be one of the best in the state in a high school. I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, you know, they, they bring people in to work with kids met, you know, for, you know, mental development focus and things like that, uh, nutrition, whatever they need. And then first and foremost, the academics are phenomenal. Um, so the, the town, uh, it's close to downtown. It's safe. It's a walking community. The kids can, can, uh, go uptown, whatever they need to do. So we've been real comfortable here for the last 20 years. Um, and, and they've had great success. So I think there's been a lot of great wrestlers. Kurt, sort of the most notable of them all. And what, you're only an hour from Philly? Uh, what, Mount Lebanon? Yeah, it looks like you're only, what, an hour from Philly? There's, uh, there's two. There's another Lebanon. There's a Lebanon, PA. There's another one. This one, we're about five, five hours from Philly. Oh, really? So you're yeah, uh, in the southwestern corner of, of PA. So it's like a straight shot right down the turnpike from here to four hours and 45, something like that. Oh, man. So, so my Philly questions later on, I should cross out. Well, we live in Philly for a I know a little bit about Philly. Uh, <laughs> I didn't grow up far from it. So I know a lot about Philly. <laughs> so I was looking at the wrong Lebanon. Well, yeah. that may be an issue because I think I pulled some restaurants from that Lebanon, like some pizza joints and stuff. Oh, man. I, I'm I might know. I'm, like, I'm totally screwed. No, <laughs> no, no, you'll be fine. That's but, cool. You know, so it's, it's a, it's, it's been a great school. And, and, uh, and like I said, I think in recent history, I mean, they, they, so back in the day, these guys, they used to just sell out like standing room only, um, wrestling. I think you probably know wrestling in, in Western PA is just huge, um, wrestling and football. And, uh, they have a, a very storied program and then, you know, fell off a little bit over the years as things do. And then we sort of had a little bit of a resurgence. We've had some really good wrestlers come through. I had, a, I had a little club uh, going back in the day a little bit. My kids came through. Um, and then we have another, we have a really good, we have a, a gentleman by the name of Matt Coker, phenomenal guy. I coached him, uh, helped coach him down at Pitt. He was an All-American for Pitt. He lives in town now. And he's heading our youth program, which has over, I think, I don't know, we have like 120 kids or something. Um, so it's really good for this area on a, on a youth level. And he, and, he, and he just does it right. So we're getting the feeders going properly as you need to have. Um, and so I'm really proud of what Kellen was able to do being their first state champion. Kurt. Then Luke came in and uh, blew away all Kell's records, which is good. And then hopefully Mac comes in and blows away Luke's records. So. And then you said you have a little daughter too. And then we have a little daughter, Josie is the craziest of them all. That's, that's the one I worry about. You know? Yeah. You know, I remember when, um, when the Busakis family was down here and I would ask the dad, Hey, who's the best wrestler in the family? And he would say the daughter. <laughs> oh, they're, they're just tough. You know, it's, it's funny. No one ever has a shirt on here. I mean, you know, it's like my kids are just walking on a shirt. And now like, she thinks she's like one of the boys. She just is like push-ups and pull-ups. And so she's yeah. funny though. She's a pistol that one. That's awesome. Good, man. Good. So uh, I know now I know Kurt Angle and you have been tight for many years and that went to college too. Didn't you follow him yeah. to college as well? So, yeah. uh, and I, and I, I think I read and correct me if I'm wrong that um, he stayed on for a while just to kind of help you out when yeah, you first got he there. Did. So what has he meant to you, your family, your wrestling career? He, he was, uh, he was phenomenal for me. I mean, actually, you know, he, it's, so that's one of the things, I mean, I think you can hear a lot about training and, and what it, what's, what's it take to get to the next level and things like that. And, and sometimes it's good what you, what you don't know either. And you just sort of go into things blindly. And that was a little bit like that at, you know, when I went to school at Clarion, it was before like internet was, you know, that stuff was just getting started. So, you know, you hear about this guy, I saw him on TV, when national, hey, this guy looks pretty tough. And I'd see, matter of fact, when they were recruiting me is 
these kids will, will be like, what are you talking about? But I remember the coach coming to my house and popping in like VHS tapes. You got to watch some of these dual meets. I mean, they were just packed and there's bands and Kurt's, you know, pinning people and teching people. And, but yeah, you know, I remember him putting it in our VCR and watching Clarence. I grew up in South Jersey, so it was about seven hours away. Um, and it was, Clarence was, it was a different world, man. I mean, you just go north in the PA, it's a different world. But when I got there, he, I quickly realized, I mean, this guy was just next level. He, uh, and what was interesting about it is he wasn't, uh, wasn't like this huge guy or anything like that, had big, strong legs, but he wasn't like a meathead in the weight room or anything, but he was, he was so technical and he was so hardworking. He just, so the intensity is what it was. That's the biggest thing that he taught me. It's just uh, the focus and the intensity. Um, I wish he was around longer. Uh, that's, you know, he started pursuing his, you know, in the, in, uh, with the Olympics and everything and his world championships. But, you know, he'd come in a lot and, and then he'd even bring, uh, bring me down to Pittsburgh and, you know, set me up um, so we could, you know, we can get some workouts in that way. And so it, it really, really helped me turn the corner in college. And then he was the WWF champion, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then there's that. You know, the thing is, the thing that I remember about Kurt is uh, I, I just mentioned it was his intensity. I, I can remember training with him one time in the weight room. And there was a group of us down there. And uh, he was very happy, you know, didn't drink, you know, he was just uh, he was a good guy. Everyone liked him. And I remember like this bar hit his It's just a weird story. I just, I was like a freshman, but I just remember we were doing, and this is an old school, like jailhouse gym. There wasn't all these fancy things. And we had the bar set up in the corner. We were sort of doing like, uh, like, um, like T-bar rows. And I remember the bar hit him in the, in the chin and it, and little blood came and he like this like switch flipped. And he just, when he just got so intense and the rest of his work and I'm like, this guy is so serious, man. He just, uh, but that's how he wrestled. He just, I mean, if you get a takedown on him, my goal honestly was just to score a point on him for a long time. Um, that, that was it. He, he was really, he was really that good of a wrestler. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I was reading where you said, man, I couldn't even get a point on him. It was frustrating. Yeah. It was really frustrating. Um, Cause it like, you know, physically you look at him and I was taller and I was like, I'm like, oh, I feel like, you know, you should just be able to like throw this guy around, but you just, he had, he had another gear and um, he was, he was, he was I really, think really good. People get that with uh, maybe DC a little bit, right? He looks yeah, like that's a, right. It's, a a, it's probably a good comparison. Chubby, stocky guy, yep. but then you ain't, you yep. ain't messing him up, right? No, man. He, he just, he just had something. And, and the thing I liked about Kurt too, is he came, you know, pretty hard knocks comes from a very tough family uh, in Pittsburgh. Listen, I mean, anyone's only a generation at most away from being just scrappy blue collar and, and just tough people. And uh, so he brought that element along with the technical side of it. He, he, uh, he got me, he got me very good in college. That's awesome, man. Cool. So, so I know that, uh, um, I know you have a little daughter. She's not quite to the level of the boys yet, but um, you've got three boys that are, are making some noise, Kellen, Luke, and Mac. Yeah. Uh, so talk a little bit about them and their career so far and uh, where they're heading and their goals. Yep. Um, the good thing is, is that I have three boys. So you get, you get a couple mess ups, you know, and you try to get it right by the end, I think, you know, <laughs> I, uh, so, you know, with Kellen, it was just, you know, we kind of got into it. He was a good athlete. He was a very good baseball player, very good football player. But, you know, wrestling was what I knew. So he did those things up until like about his junior year. And then he just focused on wrestling. Um, he was very good coming out of high school. He won, you know, state championship out here, second as a junior and, and first as a, as a senior, which, again, in Western PA, it's in AAA. It's, it's good. And um, what the guy, he, he first went to Penn State. And then transferred from Penn State into Pitt, which was uh, which was a really great fit for him. He he, he loved it there. 
great coaches, great program. I think what he discovered was, and, and I think we knew it all the way along, loves wrestling, at, you know, loves the training part. He, you know, he wasn't a huge fan of the competition in the end. He was kind of getting beyond that, he, you know, um, but he loved the training, but he didn't have that love, love for, for, the, for all of it. Um, Luke and Mac do. What's interesting about Luke is Luke was a horrible athlete to the point that I used to sit up in bed and talk to my wife, be like, I don't know what we're going to do. Because Kellen was always such a good athlete. Mac was always so good. And Luke was stuck in the middle. Luke and Mac are only 17 months apart. I'm like, I, I just feel bad. I don't know what to do with them. He couldn't hit a baseball. He could. And, uh, but one thing he dude's just a, he's just a worker. He's just a grinder. He's a grinder and grinder. And then he, and he finally just started to figure out and by the time he was in eighth grade, he started to get pretty good. Um, and then, and then this whole time too, the kid is like, he's a phenomenal student. You know, he's just never really had to help him, help him with homework. He actually had a speech issue when he was very little, had to go to a special school for his first two years to learn how to talk right. Um, but he was always reading. He was always reading novels from since the time he was very little. Um, so he had, so he just, he, he just surprised me early on from his freshman year, beat people that I didn't think he should beat. Matter of fact, like Jared Verclearen was one of them. He's wrestling at Penn State now. I think at the time he was ranked second in the country and Luke, and he bumped up to wrestle Luke as a freshman who was this unknown freshman and he beat Luke 5-3. And I was like, man, this, maybe this kid's going to be something. He's going to be all right, you know? So um, ended up placing- Usually like with your, with your first kid, usually it's the other way around with athletes, right? I they, know. They like the, they, they can do the, like if you want me to wrestle the match on match day for the next 10 years, yeah. I'll walk in and wrestle the match. But yeah. I just don't want to do the grind that leads up to it, right? No. He's like, I love the grind. I just don't want to go compete. It was really interesting. It was a hard thing to work. And, I, and we struggled for years trying to figure it out. And then, you know, one thing, he's been great teaching the other guys. He's, he's, a, he's a great coach. He's a great student of the sport. Um, and, and I think, and my younger boys really, really looked up to him. Cause I, you know, um, so they just tried to emulate him. And in their head, no one in their head, no one was better in the world than him. So they just always push, push to be better. And then Luke really had a phenomenal career. Um, and, and you know, we were impressed on a lot of levels. And so he's going to be, uh, he's going to be going to Princeton next year, which is great. And we're pumped about. And, and then Mac is just, he's pulling up the rear, man. And he's just, that kid really, the sky's the limit for him. I think, I mean, I think his athleticism is really, uh, really on a different level than, than a lot of people. And, and, and he's just a tough, he's, he's just a tough kid. And he just tries to hang with his brother. So it's, it's, it's either, I think for that youngest guy, either they're like, forget them, let them have their thing, or they're just going to grind. I want to be better. And he's that guy. He just wants oh, to He got beat up for how long? He got, he's got tortured by them forever. <laughs> and the little girl's probably going to be better than all of them. Cause she's, she's getting beat up bad. She's, she's pretty bad, man. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. Girl, well, I wouldn't want to wrestle. Uh, congratulations. I mean, that, that's, um, you got to be pretty proud. You got one graduating from Pitt, right? Yeah. Two, and then uh, one going to Princeton. Which forget wrestling. I mean, yeah. obviously they they have already created a top five program in wrestling. Yeah. But yeah. forget wrestling. I mean, just yeah. the campus, the, the a, program, the Ivy League. Getting to yeah. No, it's phenomenal. It's it's it really is. And I I didn't know you know we were really going to be going that route. And Princeton Ayers, I we talked about him a little bit uh, uh, before you and I. He. Uh, Chris is what, 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 a uh, he just has this contagious personality and very, very likable. And he wasn't even on anywhere on Luke's list really. Um, and, you know, I think it was really looking at, Pitt was really, really high. He was looking at a lot of places, but 
he just he, he had known those guys for years and the, and the pit coaches are fun they're just great guys great technicians great better than that they're great people um but then this opportunity came and chris was just like yeah you know i'm not giving up luke was very close he was looking at Penn. so he uh my nephew my brother's son wrestles for Penn. Uh, he's a year older than luke so we were looking at Penn. i've known roger going back years and years and so I was like kind of partial to Penn too. I like, I like Philly. I like, you know, I like the coaches a lot. And then Chris just kind of came in and we met here at the house a couple of times. And, you know, then we went down there and he just right away, he says, I just, something about these guys. I just like these guys. Oh, yeah. And I got it. As soon as I went down there, I saw the cat, like, I got it. I got the energy. You got to give someone respect like Chris, who, I mean, they were horrible. I think he started, this might be his 14th year and they were, they were like a literally Dan, like a day off. It was just a day off match. He wrestled someone. Yeah, he said he said uh, he was Owen thirty two or something. Sounds his about first, right. Uh, his first few years, and then, but um, and I learned a little more about him talking to Dubuque because you know Chris isn't going to tell you why Chris is Chris, right? He's just going to talk about Princeton and and whatever. So Dubuque was just like. He had a plan from day one and he doesn't waver from his plans and he has like schedules, I guess, lined up for whatever. And he just, he knew that the way he was scheduling things and Chris talked a little bit about it. He's like, I was scheduling in a way that I knew as soon as we start winning half of those, now we're going to be up in, in the conversation. And so he just knew that if I just keep doing it this, that same way, but then I, well, you know, because you were on his recruiting trail. He says, listen, Dan, I go in and just scare the kids to death. Like I tell them, like, this is Princeton. You got to be tough. Forget yeah. tough wrestling wise. You got to be yeah. tough yeah. in the classroom, academically, on yeah. our campus. Yeah. Uh, uh, we create great men. So, um, yeah, but you could just feel like yeah, I want to wrestle for this guy, right? We, we we got it, right? I mean, like I said, he was a late he was a later add-on to Luke's list. I think he was like the red belt last school. He was considering it. And, and then like the one day he left and my wife like looked at me and she's like, I don't know this guy. There's something like really cool. And I'm like, no, I know. I, I get it. And then, like I said, after our first visit, um, and it, it, those those recruiting things were always hard, especially if you have relationships with coaches. It's easier, I think, if you're just a kid and, you know, say Washington state and you're visiting all these schools and you don't really have any close things, but it, it can be hard on a kid, especially a young kid. And um, now that they're starting out a little earlier, like it can be difficult knowing what you want to do and where you want to be. And listen, bottom line is you're going to change. You go into school at, at 18 years old, by the time you're 23 or 24, you're, you're a much different human. So it's, it's hard to like think forward of where, what you think you want and where you're going to be. You know? yeah, now I haven't been to Princeton yet. Um, I know my uncle, my aunt and uncle moved back into Princeton uh, many years ago, but we weren't up in Philly anymore. And, yeah. um, but what I understand, it's probably very similar to the town you live in. You can walk everywhere. It's kind of. Yeah, that's right. That's easy. right. It's a, yep. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's really the, uh, in the campus itself, it's like that Hogwarts sort of like from, uh, it, you know, it's, it's these, a lot of like these stone uh, buildings. It's, it's a, and you can walk everywhere. You have bars, restaurants, stores. It's it's a really beautiful place. Well, you and mom got to be proud. We are. Yeah, we're we're really we're really happy for him. We're very excited uh, for the future for him. That's awesome. Like you said, uh, you, is, have to, uh, 
What was harder for you? What's been harder for you when you were on the mat competing or watching your kids on the mat? Man, it's not even close. It's the kids, man. It's because <laughs> it's almost like I don't know, you know, watching your wife have a baby or something. Like they're, you're so you're just helpless, and and it's just this paralyzing feeling. Um, I think you know when you're wrestling, you know, you get nervous, and then after years, you get less and less nervous. I mean, there's excitement and there's some nerves there, but they're manageable, and you and you and it's almost like this nervous excitement. But when your kids are going, yeah, you just, man, it's just so hard. You're, you're moving and you, you, you're like, why'd, why'd you do that? You, you just, you want it so bad for them. You watch how hard they work and they're usually more under control than you, than you, than you give them. When you talk to brothers too, like I've had brothers on and, um, and you could probably talk to this cause you had a brother, right? And, yeah. uh, and your boys can probably talk about this, but each one of them will say it, it, it was like, they were happier watching the other one win it than yeah. they were watching themselves win it. And the anxiety that they have, like yeah. watching their brother on the mat and having yeah. to go next is like, wait, I got to shake that off. And Yeah, yeah. This year was really special for us in that regard. I mean, and, and I, uh, with Luke and Mac, even like Mac was a freshman two years ago. And and so there was, there was more of a disparity between him and Luke. Mac got bigger and stronger this year. And then he was closer and so, um, and they were, in, you know, in a lot of finals together and things like that. And then in, in the state finals too, and Mac lost a heartbreaker in the state finals. And, and then Luke, there's a match and then Luke. So there's, you know, there's a, a match in between theirs and then Luke. And one of the things that and I didn't even realize it, 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 we're also disappointed for Mac losing. And then Luke's up there and he's having a phenomenal match. And, but Mac was there cheering for him. And then like, that was really like kind of a nice thing that, you know, that we ended up seeing and, yeah, they got tight over it, and it's that, that's a sport. What, that year is, what year is Mac? Max, he's going to be a junior next year. Uh, so it was his sophomore year. Did he? Yeah. How did he do his freshman year? He he did. He didn't even make it to the state tournament. It's his, his sophomore uh, year, so he got second. Yeah, this year he'll get there. I I talked to kids like I had a kid on, uh, Brandon Brandon Abden, who's a state champ out out down here, and you might have you might have seen him at these tournaments around the country, and. He said he, he lost it the first year. Um, and I asked him, what did you do different to be able to win it this year? And he said, I woke up every morning and ran two miles. And I'm like, what, why? Like, he goes, well, I already knew how to wrestle. I already know how to wrestle, but I was losing because I wasn't in better shape than the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever your thing is, Dan, yeah. sometimes, sometimes it is a conditioning thing. The other thing I was gonna say about the two miles, probably less the two miles and then more the, the mental commitment to the two miles, you know? Yeah. So if you, if you, you can do a lot of, a lot of tricks with your own head. And, and yeah. so if you're telling yourself, that's what, it, that's what it's going to get me to the next level. And that, that, that'll work. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. Cause I talked to another guy, um, I think from your area up there, uh, he wrestled at NC state Machiavello. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. he said in my first two years, I was horrible and gone. He'll admit yeah. it, right? And then yep. I saw what changed. He goes, well, I was conditioned. I was in shape, but my wrestling IQ wasn't there. So I had to go back and get more intelligent. He goes, you see, before you get to college, if you're the biggest, baddest dude, you're going to win, right? Sure. But when you get to college, everybody's the biggest, baddest dude. Everybody's got yeah. the IQ. Everybody was a state champ. Everybody was All-American. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like I talked to basketball players. They're like, I was a McDonald's All-American, but when I got to college, all 12 guys were. Like, That's I wasn't right. nobody special, right? So he said, I just had to change my IQ. I wasn't understanding 
wow, when a guy moves his foot that way, he's going for a switch or what, you know, like just to kind of, I don't know, you would know more than I would, but um, that's what he said. He said his IQ had to get better. So I guess it, comes, it works both becomes ways. technical quick. You know, it does. I think your, I think your point is extremely valid in high school. You're bigger and strong than everyone. You're going to win a lot of matches. If not, you know, if not all, you're going to win most if you're just a better specimen and college, everyone's strong, everyone's big, everyone's mean. So it comes down to, you know, the, the, the technical parts of it. And, and, and that, that, that that's uh, awesome. makes it breaks a match. Um, sorry, I kind of, sometimes I, I like to talk. <laughs> no, I, listen, it's a great conversation. Yeah. Um, what is your most memorable moment on the mat as far as you, the wrestler? Yeah. Um, because I know you, not the wrestler, is obviously the state championship. Yeah. Kids, yeah. I would imagine, but yeah. As a wrestler, as a wrestler, um, I would say, uh, I would say my freshman year, uh, the, the, when, the first time I was an All American, I, I think my as a freshman, and, and I think um, that one was interesting. So I, I ended up having to beat a guy who beat me three times that year, and then for whatever reason, you know, I, and this happened to me a couple times. I remember it my sophomore year at nationals as well. But that feeling that you just feel good, you know, and like you didn't feel like you're going to lose, and and. So turns out it was it was two two going in the third period and he had choice and he picked down, but top was always my best position and I I just I, I felt good and I just felt like I don't know I'm I'm just gonna ride him if not turn him if not pin him I mean I just remember thinking like I feel good he even actually took me down first in that match, but I remember him really we went out of bounds and I was clubbing him and pushing him around and he kind of like snuck something by me and took me down but I remember I got out right away I remember looking at him and thinking I was he doesn't want to I just, he didn't want to win as much as I did. I just felt it. And he seemed run down to me. Anyway, I, I ride him for the win and uh, ride him for the two minutes. And then, uh, yeah, that, that's the best feeling. Cause I, I think obviously I wasn't expected to beat him. Um, and then that sort of gets the ball rolling, the ball rolling. I, I think wrestling for sure. I think every sport really life, but once you get a little confidence, it, it just, it, it opens things up. Right. I mean, I think things would have been, maybe a little bit different if that, if that hadn't happened. But I think that winning that match, you know what, you are here with these people, you, you, you can do it. And, and so it's- Yeah, I tell people, I, I have people on the phone on, on here, but my first ever one was NATO. And he said that it was his freshman year in college. And he was wrestling a kid that was back-to-back national championships somewhere in the year. And he beat him and he said- yeah okay, I can do this. Like I'm can do it, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. crazy. You talk to a kid that's like all world in high school, like yourself. I mean, these guys are all world in high school. And then in college, they're, they're, they don't, you know, it's like, okay, wait, how do I, okay, one foot in front of the other, let's just do this. So that's pretty cool. And um, you think some, some of that confidence comes from maybe the weight cut too. I know at a younger age, like my son, um, there was one tournament where we got to and and the whole day he said, man, I just feel weak. I don't feel yeah. like I have my strength. But then the next tournament, he got a couple wins. And he says, I just, I felt right today, dad. I, I, yeah. I mean, I lost a better wrestlers, but, but I, my strength was there. I felt like I could do some moves. Yeah, we, you know, we talked about the technical aspect of wrestling. And, and in that, uh, the weight cut is a big part of it, right? I mean, the science behind doing things right, the performance science behind performance you know whether it's lifting weights or how you're running or how how many days a week you're wrestling certainly what you're putting in your body and what you're not putting in makes a huge huge difference so i think the sports improve vastly in that regard um 
but if it, it, it's all it, all those things, they, they need to gel. And if you feel comfortable, a lot of these guys are like, well, just be as big as possible. And, and well, that's great until you have to lose 10 or 12 pounds and then step on a mat. And it's, you know, so you, you have to figure those things out. You have to get it right. And, and diet, I would say, you know, along with training, diet is, because look, when you're training, say you train three, four, five hours a day, if you're broken up in a couple workouts, but eating, it's what you're doing most of the, most of the, with much, most of your time. So you, you should take the time to learn to do it right. Um, the training, that's part of, it's all part of training, really, you know, and it, and, it, and it could really make or break, make or break a match and a career. And when you're, there's been so many, Dan, so many good wrestlers that just didn't ever do it because of reasons like this, cutting weight or injury, which cutting weight wrong can cause injury. I mean, certainly, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just such a grueling sport. And, and really the fact, the fact of the matter is these guys, most of the people are this close. I mean, one day or another, you know, I'll beat you, you'll beat me. But so that's why guys that do it consistently are really, really impressive. Sometimes you get a person that just separates, but it's not all that common. Most of these guys are a point or two apart any given day. Yeah. What impresses me is the guys in college that separate themselves. Cause those, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause that's oh, yeah. like the athlete, you know, if the college yeah. athlete is, is being trained and programmed to be great, you know, it's yeah. pretty yeah. insane. So what, um, what has wrestling meant, um, meant to you and your family? Um, it's really for us. I mean, it's been everything. Look, it's like put my one kid through school and, you know, my other kid got into a great university. I mean, so uh, I think Mac, the future looks bright. It's so it's, it's not only is it, you know, the academic part of them, because that, that is huge. It's huge. But what my wife and I decided early on, it's, it's kind of something we're going to do together. It's hard. When they win, it's exciting and it's great. When they lose, it's heartbreaking. And, and even from the time they're little, right? I mean, you watch these kids crying and sniffling and going through this. But it's something that we chose to do as a family very early on. Um, if, for, if there was ever, we were never one of these families like, ah, one of them's not feeling good or one of them's in diapers. Like, you go today, I'll go next time. Like, we've changed more diapers under bleachers and, you know, like just eating on the run. We've just done it our whole lives raising children. <clears throat> And really, there's no more pure sport at, at the base level of it. Um, it it's, a, it's, it's a pretty good, it's, it's a pretty good sport to get involved in. It, teach, it teaches you humility, teaches you to work hard. Um, you got you to gotta lick your wounds sometimes. And every once in a while, you get to, you, get to, you, you know, bask in the, in the, in the victories. So I've definitely learned how to pack coolers. And, and, yeah. get, and, and for me, I'm like, you know, I'm in my 40s, whatever. I, I don't care. I'll eat a chocolate bar or whatever, right? But but I'm, I'm at the store, like, grabbing stuff for the cooler. And, and you know, Daniel's like, Dad, we don't eat that. We're, yeah. We wrestle. Like, we, got, <laughs> we can't eat that. We can't eat that. What are you putting it in there for? You're wasting your money. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here, son, you shop. Yeah. Like, just yeah. fill the basket up with whatever. Yeah. You know, so he's getting the, uh, what are the, those energy drinks that you guys drink after you weigh in? And the yeah. Yeah. Uh, certain types of, like, fruit bags like these fruit yeah. and different types of peanut butter crackers I guess because peanut butter has whatever in it that helps yeah. you I don't know this stuff but he's obviously learning and he's like that's Dad, great he's that's great he's really entrenching himself in, in all the sport that's awesome yeah so like I don't even know <laughs> I'm yeah. like I'm grabbing I, I the think, wrong stuff yeah I think more than anything I mean the sport it teaches you uh you know and I Gable is very famous for saying it after wrestling and everything else is easy but it's, you know, it, it's honestly, I, I've drawn on it so many times professionally, like even, 
you, know, you give them presentations, you're nervous, or whatever it is, and then you're like, man, I've just done harder stuff than this, and, and um, it's not that big of a deal. It's not life or death, you know. In wrestling, when you're wrestling, especially for cutting weight, it does feel life or death. You know, that's you don't listen. You're you're generally not going into it to be the super wealthy guy. You're doing it because you just want to be really, really good at something. And Henry Seduto just said it fairly recently after his last fight. Like he's an Olympic champ, he's a world champ, he's he's UFC champ. And he said that it was, you know, without question, wrestling is the hardest sport out there. And it, and it, and it, and it just is. So if you, if you just sort of lean into it and dive into it, and if you do it as a family, um, and I think like you said earlier on, when you and I were just talking one-on-one that, you know, you, you meet so many like nice people that want to help. I, that's basically been our experience. It's, it's sort of this tight knit group. Everyone knows how hard it is. Even if you're at top, something can happen pretty quickly to make it, you know, to make you pretty humble um so well, like if you've if you've been to a little league game yeah. and you've been to a wrestling tournament yeah. you will quickly realize and nothing against baseball i grew up playing baseball my sons did little league and i've met some really good people that are still friends in baseball but all in all it's it's not wrestling like they don't care about the kid on first base that that is not on their team they don't care about the kid that's not on their team that just got hit by the baseball they don't care if you lose they're not pulling you up and telling you how good what you need to do to adjust they could give a they're yelling and screaming at the other team they're telling the other kids they suck and yeah. and then they walk into a wrestling room and your kid just gets crushed and not just the kid that crushed him but the parent too is picking him up off the mat you know giving him a hug telling him hey keep your elbows tight when i was coming around you you were letting yourself up that's how i got you know hey look at these coaches and they're I don't know how, I think you just have to be there to experience it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just a different feel. You know, you know, Dan, like you, you can't, so in baseball, this always cracked me up because my kids played for a while and it would, it, like they could strike out three times, right? And then hit a home run or hit like a triple or a double and be like, I had a pretty good day. And, and I'm like, the wrestling, if you're getting pinned three times, you're not having a good day. I don't care. I don't care if you win your fifth match or your fourth match. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's the hardest of the hard, and it could be great. So when it, when it is great, it's phenomenal. Um, and I and I do think I think for young wrestlers, I mean, it's I think you really the best advice I could give to them would be lean in. It's here's what I the mistake I made: losing was too big a deal for me. You should hate to lose, but you shouldn't let it stop you from trying things and making mistakes because you're afraid to lose. So don't like don't fear it. Just go after it and know you're going to bring all that you have. And, and if it doesn't work out that day, then you go back and, and you, you repurpose your toolkit. You see what, you, you know, like to your point, were your elbows out? Were you leaning forward? Were you standing up too much in your stance? What were you doing? Um, and then, cause you, you can do it within, within a couple of weeks, you can come back and beat the guy that just hammered you. I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah, uh, and I, I just love the fact that like, I don't think my son is, is ever gonna experience in life something harder than walking onto a mat facing another man and and may the best man win like that doesn't happen <laughs> you know no. and uh, so I just like that that's that's being taught and and then I like the fact that in in these barbaric sports like MMA or judo or karate or or, or wrestling is I like the fact that that we can we can hate each other for six or seven minutes but love each other afterwards like yeah there's something about just, I don't like you right now, but afterwards we can go share a Gatorade and a hot dog. Like, yeah, 
it's it's amazing. It's, 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 it's an it's an amazing sport, and 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 it's hard to get out of your blood. And and you know, to to that point, I I I wrestled uh, last week with a couple kids in college I, that I shouldn't have, just because you know you just you love it so much. And then, but I've been regretting it ever since, just just because you know you're just sore, your your body doesn't react the same. But it's it's uh, yeah, once it's in your blood, it's really hard to get out. And and um, there's just so many positives to pull from it. There, there really is. And you can't you just can't focus on the, the W's and L's. Do most do the right things, and they take care of themselves. They it really it really will take care of itself. Yeah, I had the Nordstrom brothers on uh, yesterday, and you know they're two of only five kids in Florida history that have won five state championships. Yeah, right? wow. And they end up going to Virginia Tech. Well, uh, the the little brother ends up, you know, he's practicing whatever move happens. He ends up on his neck, and he's done wrestling for the rest of his life. But he he gets um, taken to the hospital. They go through surgery. He comes out, and I guess surgery didn't go well. All of a sudden, he's completely paralyzed. Like he can't move. They rush him back in. They bring him back out. Now he can move a little bit, but his hands clenched, whatever. But uh, they're kind of fixing him. And they're like, hey, what do you think you want? I don't know if you're ever going to wrestle again. He goes, no, I want to wrestle. They're like, wait a second. You're, you're laying here paralyzed almost. He's like, no, I can wrestle. And he's like, it's just the mentality that I've been trained and, and programmed. Obviously, he can't ever wrestle again for the rest of his life competitively. Um, so he, he talks about coming down to Florida and he's home for the, the summer. And his older brother is coaching at the club and he goes in. And he's really lost a lot of strength right now because he's got to build his muscle back up. Sure. And he's in there beating kids with one hand. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm not supposed to be wrestling, but I'm out there with one arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to wrestle. And he, there, it was just, it's just part of me. Like, I can't get rid there's, of it. There's such a fine balance with wrestling. It teaches you so many good things, right? And toughness is one of those. And, and I think if you really lean into it and you're a successful wrestler, you're going to be a tough guy. You know, and it doesn't matter the weight class, big or small, or in between, you're going to be a tough person. And I think, I think a balance that we have to learn as we age is there's times to be more academic about something and think it through. And there's times that you just like have that, that mentality that you want to run through a wall. Wrestlers have a hard time getting rid of that run through the wall mentality. So um, there's, there's times that things require a little bit more finesse. And, and certainly health is one of those things. Yeah, I had um, uh, before you, I, had, I think it was at one o'clock, I had uh, a gentleman on here. I had, John Hosegood is his name, and he was a MMA ref for 25 years. He fought a little bit, but then he got into MMA, and um, he said, I can't tell you how important it is for you to have a wrestling base. Like, these guys that come in without a wrestling base, not that yeah. they're not going to be great, yeah. um, but it's so much more difficult to get them to the right level. And when they come in with that wrestling base, it's like half of, the, half of it's already done. And now That's we're right. getting sex way. And then he said, but but the other thing that was big is when a wrestler comes into your gym, you don't have to teach them work ethic. They've already got that. Like there is there's that toughness and that work ethic about them that you don't have to worry about them ever like quitting on you or or doing things the wrong way. So so there's there's something to be said there, you know? Yeah. It's it's uh the the, the sports are grind and I you know, geez, I give tribute to all those coaches out there. It's it's easy to do something. We we're talking about your son. It's easy to do something when you have immediate success at it. And you're like you're winning most of the time. You're like, oh, this is fun and cool. And it's you know, my girlfriend gets to see me and like you know, you know, beat up on some guys. So that's easy. When when you have to fight through it, 
you know, over and over again and be like, I just want this. And, and, and so I, I think um, my thing for coaches that stuck with it, that don't, didn't necessarily have winning teams or super successful individuals and just did it to, to impart something on, on youth. Cause it, it is something you, there's, you have so many opportunities to teach these, these kids and, and these men and women life lessons. Um, I think, I, I think it's hugely important. And I, I there's, so, there's been so many, one of the, he was like a surrogate father to me, my, my coach in, in high school and what this little Italian guy and just one of the toughest guys I ever met, but he was just now looking back as an adult older than he was when he was doing all these things for me. I think like, man, and he never let me even know what he was up to half the time, like stuff off the mat, even on the mat. Sure. But off the mat and like, what an amazing guy. And he, and he, yeah, he really helped change the trajectory of my life. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so you went on to uh, you went on to Clarion, yeah, and, uh, and wrestled Division One. Yeah. And um, so, how proud of you of those those four four All Americans and and four time being the four time All American and and nobody has been a four timer since you. Yeah. Uh, has anybody been close? Do you sit there and like cross your fingers, or are you like, are you? No, I mean, I I think it's a good thing to have. I, I don't I don't think it'll happen there, honestly. I mean, <laughs> um, I think. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a hard thing to do. And now, you know, nowadays, I think, you know, um, for, for to be, a, to be an All-American as a freshman is, is really, really difficult. And, and, and that's, I mean, that's just, I'll just, I'll just say that. And people do it. And I think it's happening more now. And I think you have to really get into a, a program <clears throat> that's really strong. You have, first of all, you have to come out with a, with a pretty high baseline, but then I think you have to be in, in the right program that, that can get you there. Um, that program, unfortunately, has dropped off a lot in the years since I've graduated. And but you know they were a really really good program. I mean we're you know we wrestled the Iowa kids all the time, and we're you know up in the in the top three, top five. And it's hard it's hard to believe that little school did that. Um, but I, I unfortunately I don't see it happening there um, for anyone. So I I think um I think that record's safe there. You think you're safe and. Uh... And yeah, I mean, a lot of people have talked about it and I've asked the question because I think young kids need to know that you may be a four-time state placer, three-time state champion, one-time state champion, but the transition to college, uh, you're not going to be the best guy in the room typically and, and you have to learn that quick. And um, I don't know, was it, was it Ben Askin I was watching a few years ago where he, he said he showed up into the room and he thought, I was going to be the baddest in the room. And I realized that, man, I need to start lifting weights and start doing something. And yeah, I, I know he's talked about not being strong enough. And, and when he first got in and that, that, yeah, I was just talking to someone, I think it was my brother the other day, I was driving somewhere and I was talking to him, but how you, so you have to make that mental commitment, Dan, because my freshman year, my true freshman year, I couldn't consistently beat the starter that was there. I actually beat him in a wrestle off. But I, I kind of felt like I, it was in a match thing. We used to do these things called blue gold. So fans come, it's kind of like a thing. And, and I beat them by a point, but I know that that wasn't really consistently happening. It was a toss up and he, and I, and he was just stronger and bigger. And I remember just guys in the room being so strong. And, and, and so, and that's a big difference being 18 and in your twenties. I mean, it's a big, big difference. Oh, and here's a guy coming undefeated his senior year and you didn't even let up a point and you walk into a room where yeah points are being given yeah 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 and I you know the thing was I came out of high school I was uh, very physically strong coming out of high school but it's it's still learning how to use that and how to make it transition athletically 
And that first year was, was incredibly big. And I actually blew my knee for Thanksgiving that year. I got a knee surgery. So then I, I lifted and I, and I just lifted. And more than that, though, I mean, I, I lifted a lot, but I just immersed myself in it. I just, I just kind of studied it all the time. And by the time the next year came around, my redshirt freshman year, I was just really, really ready. I, I, I needed something. I was like really hungry for something. And wrestling was that something. Like I needed to lean into something. You know, you're for, especially if you go far from home, you're in a new environment. I mean, it, you know, so I needed that. But yeah, when you first come out, very few guys are ready to step on the mat. More and more now, more than ever, because wrestling's got gotten, although we we're facing some of this downward pressure on the sport itself, <clears throat> kids have access to internet, you know, you have access to training. I mean, having all Americans and national champs in your room isn't that uncommon anymore in high school where no one knew that. Like when we were kids coming up, I mean, you wrestled like, you know, in middle school, you wrestled 10, 12 matches a year. You know, your coach was like a decent high school wrestler. You might have wrestled a year in college. Yeah, I had um, I had the, the guy that I had on right before you. Um, actually, two shows. Uh, when was it? Nate Skenezny. He's um, he's a coach. He's the coach at assistant coach at Notre Dame College. Uh, he said the difference now is that if you, a lot of these states have these regional centers. He said, yeah, that's right. If you are like top three at like in Ohio. Let's say you're a freshman and you place at states. Yeah, like top three. Well, now you have access to train in these regional centers where you yep. get to train with college kids and you get to, that experience. So by the time you, it's time for you to transition to college, uh, it's an easier transition where he said when, when we were coming out, we didn't have that. So it was all new. Yeah. It was literally, Dan, my all season in college was I'd go home, I'd get a job. And it was usually like, I had a buddy who had a concrete business. So, you know, we'd, I grew up on the, on the coast in South Jersey. So, you know, we'd go around the island, we'd, we'd do concrete all day, which was good because it was physical labor and I'd lift that night. Occasionally I'd run. But wrestling, I'd get on the mat here or there, like some. But you know, I'm in from my hometown. Who could really, especially once you're an All-American a couple of times, who's going to, you know, there's not that many people that you can wrestle with, especially if you're a bigger person. So um, yeah, it was just our off season was really just keeping your head right, lifting a lot, and, and just staying busy. It wasn't like it is now. Um, we've been really fortunate, and even like the club, my kids go to Quest, which is Western PA, which. You know, that's um, I, I think that's the best club in the country for a lot of reasons. Um, not as big as some of the other ones, but a lot of really, uh, really great wrestlers came through there. And um, you, you need something. You, you need a home in wrestling. And that that's been it for them. So you can get yourself surrounded by people that care about it, that are, number one, have your best interests at heart. Number two, just just tough people. And I don't mean like being able to like hammer a nail with their, with their fist. I, I mean, just physically resilient, mentally, physically, but mentally resilient people, just tough, good, hardworking people. And that, that's what they've had a chance to be around there. And, um, and Jimmy awesome. Ackerley and Mason Beckman and Tyler Nauman, these guys are all, all Americans, all, you know, but more than that, just students of the sport and, and great people to have in their life. And so we've been very fortunate. So I, I don't have to, I think the biggest difference going back to what you asked me earlier about the boys, Kel and I had to do a lot of it on my own. Um, but with these guys, you know, I'm in it, I'm around, but I sort of farm them out a little bit to the, the, the gym and Mason and Tyler down at Qu and, and it just, it's, it, it's really helped them. Me kind of stepping back and be like, Hey, I'm here for you. And we listen, we wrestle a lot downstairs and that, but yeah. <laughs> I backed off a little bit as a dad and I've been more of a dad and less of a coach with those two. 
and just go and love it if you love it and and, and do the best. Can they can they whoop you yet? Uh, no, no, listen, um, I still got a little dirty jersey in me, Dan. You know, <laughs> that's that that's that uh, grown man strength. <laughs> yeah, I, I still have maybe a little bit of time left, but you know, but these guys can go for days. I can't go along like they can. <laughs> I still that's got a little cool, back man. Yeah. All right, so you ready for the 10 questions? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Eagles or Steelers? Steelers. Geno's or Pats? Uh, Geno's. I, I like Geno's too. Yeah. Hershey Park or Camelback Mountain? Uh, Hershey, just because so many good family memories and these boys winning states there and stuff like that. It's Hershey. So here's these two pizza places, Mancino's or Manino's? Uh, Mancino's. Did I have the right? Did I have the right Lebanon? Uh, you you got it. Oh, you got it. yeah. All right. Jersey Shore or the Poconos? Oh, Jersey Shore, love it, <laughs> love it. I worked at Seaside as a kid, man. Yeah, the pulley, like yeah, it's yeah, Jersey Shore. I love it. That's awesome. All right, so a guy from both these places, PA wrestling or New Jersey wrestling? Oh, uh, this. So uh, <clears throat> I wish my brothers here because he'd get get them all fired up. So. <laughs> I, I I'm really blessed, honestly, that I, so it's PA, it's PA in, in a lot of ways. Jersey though, let me tell you something. Jersey has just a toughness about them. They're, they're, with the, 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 the you know, risking sounding not to look correct. They're, they're just pricks, you know, and they're, they're just these tough, pricky guys. And so I'm, I'm very glad that I grew up in Jersey and have that base, but then Western PA, it, it, you know, it is, no one ever leaves here, man. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a cold town, blue collar, so it's your dad, your uncles, your brothers, your everyone wrestles. Every sports is, is life, and <laughs> wrestling in PA. I don't think you can argue it. It's the best in the country. That's awesome. And to have those two states so close with each other, you really yeah. get a blend of some some outstanding wrestling. Um, high school scoring or college scoring? Uh, college, college. Philly or Manhattan? Uh, Philly. Top or bottom? Top. Iron Man or the Beast? Um, I say probably Iron Man. Nice. Yeah. Those are my ten questions. So I didn't do bad. I didn't have the wrong areas. No, it was good, man. It was really I good. I did, I because you know when I was looking up stuff. Yeah. It showed a map that was like an hour and ten minutes, and yeah. I was like, yeah, interesting. And then, and then I found another map, and it showed it this other town, and I was like, yeah, it looks like he's right in between the two. So what, is it like out by Harrisburg? Is that where you Yeah, might? that's right. Yeah, not far from there at all. Now, yeah, my grandfather who passed away a few years ago, um, he was from, I think it was Stroudsburg? East Stroudsburg, yeah, 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 sure. It's nice had, there. He had a furniture store called Rosen's for many, many years. And then he used to give like the graduating classes, like little gifts and stuff. And, um, but it's been closed for 20 years. But yeah, I remember as a kid, they would take me to, camp up there in the mountains somewhere yeah yeah that's it's a beautiful part of the country it really is yeah but if you're a beach kid and not a mountain kid yeah <laughs> yeah man it's and i and i love the mountains there's parts that so it's funny my wife grew up out here in, in, in May, <laughs> and she's like you know it's probably a catholic school girl this whole thing but like and so jersey freaks her out like you know we get close to philly people start giving you the finger and uh, yelling oh. and honking horns Yep. So, but Long Beach Island, uh, where, you know, we, we vacation my family, so like that place is awesome. And, and, and there's things about 
if you understand a Jersey culture, it's the pe- the people are so genuine, they're so real, but they can be intense. Yeah, uh, I remember. So I grew up in Miami, right? And then I yeah. moved up here in the late '90s, um, and I met my wife, and <clears throat> I think she was more sheltered than, than I yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like so I had experienced, you know, um, kind of a cesspool of different Spanish and Black and Haitian and Cuban. So I kind of grew up around that. So it didn't affect me. Like it was just everybody's people to me. I kind of grew yeah. up in that kind of world. Well, she did not. And, and I remember going to Philly and um, like when we were first there, we'd walk around and being a Spanish girl with a white guy, it was tough, man. You would get yeah. some some serious yeah. uh, looks and, and it's, it was at least 25 years ago. It was a very black and white town. And, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, hopefully it's kind of blended a little bit since then, but it, it was one of those cities where you knew it, it, you better be on one side or the other. There was I think, no yeah, nationally, ground. I think that stuff's all gotten better. Obviously we still have a long way to go, but you know, there's obviously more and more of it, but yeah, you, you somewhere like Miami, which is a true melting pot. I mean, it's what a cool place, um, but it's, yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And my, you know, I grew up, everybody was every, I mean, like you just in your classroom was a Cuban kid, an Asian kid, a Venezuelan yeah. kid. And, you, know, you just kind of grew up that way. And then, um, you know, my grandma was from South Philly, so she kind of raised us in Miami, but she raised us as Eagle fans and all that stuff. Right. Um, so I had a little bit of that in my blood, but to experience it full time, uh, I love it. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I would live in Philly. I love the place. I love Philly's it. a cool town. I, yep, uh, I like it. I miss it. I like the fact that up there you can kind of walk to the different towns. You could walk around. There was a lot of uh, transportation to get anywhere. Even, you know, I was out in Hatboro Horsham and I could walk a mile up to the train station. It'll take you right into Philly. And then from Philly, you could catch the train to Trenton and you can catch the thing into, you know, it was all, it's all well, easy it's actually a really good point. I was just saying to someone yesterday, Pittsburgh is, is neat and it's a great place to raise a family and like really good people, but it's much more Midwestern than it is. I mean, you're right on the border with Ohio. I mean, it's much more Midwestern values. And, and I, what I miss about the East Coast is a little bit of that sharpness, like we're talking about with Jersey people and Philly people. Um, your personalities are pretty real, but also the ability to get to places. You can be in D.C., Baltimore, New York, Philly, Jersey Shore, like anywhere in an hour, hour you know. Um, you're a little bit more landlocked in a place like this. Um, nice. It's just different. Pittsburgh and Philly are way, way different towns. Yeah. And if you're a young, we were young kids and the first time we didn't know about how the transportation worked. Right. So we just yeah. had a car and we drove to New York city. It was like our last 50 bucks to park. It was like, Holy moly. Right. So we were like, wait, there's gotta be a better way. So we figured out, well, now we can, you can drive to, whatever town in Jersey it was. And then you can park and you give them like 10 bucks to watch your car for a week. Right. And you're like, yeah. good. and, uh, and we would take the, uh, take the train train and it was great. Yeah. We dropped off yeah. and, and it was fun. Man. Well, this has been great. Um, I know Facebook has kind of limited me on my sharing ability. So if anybody out there can share, if you can share this with your wrestling yeah. groups, please yeah. do. Um, uh, I do have uh, please like, and share my page. Absolutely. Uh, go on to YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Also, I'm trying just to build up a community here. And, uh, and I love it. Thanks for coming on. It was hey. great talking to you. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. I'll have to watch Luke next year at Princeton. I'll yeah, keep an uh, eye out. Sure I look him up. I'm, I, I tell people I'm getting to become a fan of so many more kids and families because 
all I had was like the group that my kid was involved in. And now I get to, I get to go to these tournaments and yeah. see a lot of people. So. Hey Dan, it's a great thing that you're doing. And, and I, I really appreciate it as an outsider, just looking in and you know what you're doing for the sport and uh, thanks for your time. And I, and I appreciate the, the invite to come and, and talk to you a little bit. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. And uh, anybody, you know, that wants to come on, man, just uh, shoot them my link and, and we'll talk. Will do. Thanks, Dan. Sir, you take it easy. All right, you too. Bye-bye.